0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> you may be seated. Have you ever had an impossible task set before you? Maybe the task isn't impossible, but after all, but after all, you are most likely, I mean, the, the task isn't impossible. After all, you're not most likely the first person that's ever done something like this. For instance, getting a PhD is not an impossible task. It's not. People have received them before you and they will receive them after you. But when you look at all the needs, all that needs to be finished, you think, I may as well just give up. Or, Raising a child is not an impossible task. Many, many people have raised children. (laughs) Every single person that ever uh, grew up to be an adult was raised by somebody. That's not to say that everyone was raised in a way that was beneficial to him or her. But it's not impossible to raise a child. Chances are the things that you are given to do are not impossible, even if at times they feel that they are. You feel that they are. The disciples, on the other hand, were given tasks that were impossible. They were impossible with the tools and supplies that they were given. The first of the two impossible jobs that we will look at, uh, we we talked about last week. Jesus told the disciples to feed 5,000 men, not including women and children. Yet all that the disciples could scrounge up was five loaves and two fish. And yet Jesus said, you give them something to eat. Impossible. Impossible. We can't do it. And yet the disciples did the impossible. With Jesus' miraculous provision. You can see them taking as many platefuls that they can carry to groups of 50, groups of 100. And then returning to Jesus to get more, they didn't have plates, but as much as they could carry. They just kept doing this and doing this and doing this until everybody was fed. Until an impossible task was completed. In this task, I don't think that there was too much stress after the initial stress of noticing that they did not have what they thought would feed the 5,000 people. Once they started carrying the food... Jesus just said, I can imagine, take this, you take this, you take this. Like, okay, but it's all gone now. <laughs> but then they came back and there was more. They just kept coming back. Not thinking, just going at it. I just, uh, I just brought plate after plate to table after table, not giving too much thought to the long process that started with God And ended with the food that that was prepared for the people that I served. Now you might be thinking that the disciples knew that they were in the midst of a miracle. But that is not true. God says that they did not understand the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. They didn't even understand the whole process that took place. The depth of the miracle was lost on them. The same way that it is lost on the unbelieving farmer. Who takes part in God's created order. To bring you the food on your table. We all take part in the miracle of God's provision. Through service in our vocation. Whether we realize it or not. Now to get back on task. Jesus asked the disciples to give from nothing. In other words, they were tasked with the impossible, and even though they didn't understand it, they obeyed and they went forward. God's work was done through them, even without their understanding. Upon completion of this task, in verse 42, it says that everyone was satisfied. Wouldn't, have been, wouldn't it have been great just to stay in that satisfaction? After a student works extremely hard at Purdue for four to possibly infinity, <laughs> God willing, what do they receive? A diploma. And from experience, I can say that great satisfaction comes from getting a diploma. It is a moment of peace after a long storm. And they all ate and were satisfied. But for the student at Purdue, what comes after the diploma? I heard that what comes next is big dollars with little to no stress. (laughs) In other words, after you get your degree from Purdue, it's all easy sailing from here on out. You not only are satisfied with your diploma, you remain satisfied. Right, Sam? No. (laughs) Everyone who has ever graduated from Purdue or any other college knows that what I said is just not true. And it wasn't true for the disciples either. Immediately, I love that it says that, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. Now, this task, unlike the task before, did not seem impossible. But they left in the evening, and somewhere in the fourth watch of the night, they were still out to sea. But, um, and after Jesus finished pray- praying, he could still see them, they didn't get anywhere. And he saw that they were making headway painfully, for the wind was against them. And that word, translated as painfully in the ESV, it is uh, "basanedzo," is the best way that I can think to say it. Let me read you the Strong's uh, de- concordance definition of this word. I examine. As by torture. I torment. I buffet. Their progress was torture. You think of how long and how much torture an eight hour shift is. They were going until three. A.M. to 6 a.m. in the morning. All night long. Not getting anywhere. They were giving it all they had and they were rowing all night into the very early next morning. Yet they kept at the task that Jesus had given them. Even though this task was torture. It was painful to them. Do you have any painful, torturous situations in your life? Are the pressures in your life mounting up against you in such a way that you feel tormented by them? Are you ever in a situation that you don't understand and you just wish you didn't have to go through? It was crazy. For experience... Of the fishermen on the boat. There were several fishermen on board. It would have made no sense. To do what they were doing. And yet. There they were. Because Jesus directed it. Now at this point. If you're starting to think. That this sermon is all about. God giving you success. In impossible tasks. If you just stick with it. You're wrong. Yes, the 5,000 were fed, for they listened to Jesus' word. But there was no guaranteed success in either of Jesus' commands. And I don't think success was really the point. The point in both trials was holding on to the word of Christ in the midst of your trials. Holding on to the word of Christ, even if that word was what put you in the trial in the first place. In both instances, Jesus' word put the disciples in impossible situations. In both instances, the disciples held on to the word, even though they couldn't possibly see where it made any sense. Now I also want to point out that even this obedience, it does not credit the disciples for any special merit or favor. For verse 52 tells us that even in these good works, they did not understand what they were doing for their hearts were hardened. No good thing that the disciples did had their source in the disciples themselves. Jesus was the source of all that all of the good that took place in these narratives. The food that the disciples distributed it came from his work, his provision. The calming of the sea and the crossing to the shore it was his work. The healing of the sick that happened on, on the other shore, it was His work as well. This was a teaching that the disciples uh, this was a teaching that the disciples did not understand until Jesus again did the work of dying and rising again for the salvation of the disciples. And all who received these mighty works, they didn't understand until Jesus did the mighty work of sending his Holy Spirit at Pentecost and in the waters of baptism, as it's described in Acts chapter 2. This was all Jesus' worked for them. And it was all Jesus' worked for us. The disciples abiding in Jesus' word meant not that they were successful, but they were receiving his work for them and being used by Jesus for the well-being of their neighbor. Let me say that one more time. The disciples abiding in Jesus' word meant not that they were successful, But that they were receiving his work for them and being used by Jesus for the well being of the neighbor. The disciples could just have easily failed in their missions. And many times, as can be seen in the book of Acts, they did not have success in certain towns. And in the end, all of them died for being obedient to God's word. They could have drowned at sea. But the God of all creation told them to go. And they still would have abided in his word. My prayer for us, now we're not, it should be noted, we're not given a word like that. Uh, the, the canon is closed. God's not telling you to go uh, who knows what. <laughs> Don't make up anything. <laughs> but God has given you the Ten Commandments. You know how you're to treat your enemy even if your enemy rises up against you. You know that you're to remain faithful in, in marriage even even uh, uh, when it gets hard, even when that spark isn't there anymore. Now, I'm not. I'm not telling somebody to remain uh, in an abusive relationship. Uh, of course not. That is. Uh, that other person has turned away already. But I am saying that um, even when that spark of first love. Isn't there, you're to remain faithful. Um, God's given you to do that. His word puts you in that situation. Those are the things that you are guaranteed, those Ten Commandments. You're not to steal even when you're not sure how you're going to pay the bills. You're not to cheat on your taxes even though you could really use that extra money. You're not to hide that income, that extra income. You see, you know what you're supposed to do. Even though it seems like I can't make it through unless I do it. Does that make sense? My prayer for us is that Jesus would keep us steadfast in his word no matter what trials we find ourselves in. That by his Holy Spirit, we would abide in his word through our successes, our failures, and that no matter what the outcome of any particular situation, we would see that the God of all glory has already brought about the ultimate success the ultimate success is done. When he said, It is finished from the cross at Calvary. We find our victory not in, as, not in a successful endeavor, but in the receiving of his body, which was laid down for us at Calvary and given to us in the supper. That's success, receiving him. In Jesus, there is really no impossible endeavor. For in Jesus, all things end, all things end with the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. That's a beautiful thing. If you abide in his word, all things end with the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, And the life everlasting. What a beautiful word. And what a glorious day that will be. When we reach that other shore. When we behold the one who walked on the waves. When in our own flesh and blood we behold our redeemer face to face. Until that day. The Lord bless and keep you in the peace that surpasses all understanding, no matter what impossible situations you find yourself in. Amen.